Welcome to a, another installment, week three, I believe, of the Obstructed View podcast. I think, I think it's week joining. I us think it's week four. We've already been discredited. Oh yeah. shit! Well, this is the quality you've come to expect from Obstructed View. Uh, yeah. The uh, you listen to every word. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. I, as always, am your intrepid point guard, David Citric. With me, as always, is my good friend Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing? What's up? And Miles, say hello to the people. Hello to the people. (laughs) On the agenda for today, lots of things. So let's get right into it. The uh, first thing we wanted to talk about is uh, how Mike Olt courageously threw himself in front of a pitch the other day, uh, allowing, creating a spot for Chris Bryant to come up early. This is, I mean, it's it's really, this is is Gandhi-esque behavior is what this is. He's so selfless. Yeah, it's it's really team first thinking. He, you know, if he broke his wrist, you know, good on him. That's that's Michael uh, a gave his only wrist, so make that's a so commitment. That Chris may live. <laughs> that's a commitment to team that I haven't seen since the Ryan Terrio era. So, <laughs> any particular thoughts on this potential shitstorm and the meatheads that are now clamoring for Bryant that there's no reason for Bryant to not be on the roster. Well, there was two things. So for for one, I'm pretty relieved that it looks like he's okay. There are x-rays after the game, and it looks like there wasn't any breaks. So he probably won't play for a day or two, but I think the front office is relieved that they could say, oh, my Colt's still okay. And, sure. the, and the other thing is that like people seem to forget that like Tommy LaStella is a thing that exists. Everyone's like, oh, only Bryant can play third base now. We don't have anyone else on the roster who can stand at third base. Yeah. <laughs> I can't well, three options for third base if Michael can't play for some reason. Because you've got Lestella, you've got Alcantara, and I think Jonathan Herrera is on the team, although I don't think I've seen him yet. He he pinch hit yesterday, I think. Maybe he even came in for old. The, yeah, yeah, the, real, the, the real troll move, though, is to call up Baez for four days. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the real troll move would be to call up Christian Villanueva. Yeah. Uh, the re- well, the real troll move would be to trade back for Louis Valblay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I, yeah. There's part of me that wishes that the front office were like that. That just did, you know, that <laughs> it, it wasn't so much winning first as much as fucking with the fans. They'd have they'd have a press release announcing the uh, the signing and have the words formatted to form just a giant middle finger in the middle of the page. <laughs> Just as like a yeah, as a like every press release is watermarked with a giant fist giving you the bird. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't think like like the idea that this creates more of a clamor for Bryant is kind of ridiculous to me because at this you know it's April twelfth as we're recording this. You've yeah. started like it's you're on a two week countdown as it is. It were you know do we know what the like what the actual service time date Bryant can get called up would be? I think it was the nineteenth. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's nineteenth. Okay, so it's we've got like a, a, week. a week. 
at, at this point, it like it would be dumber to do it now than it would have been at the beginning of the season because you're not even getting you're doing it for like you're losing an extra year for a week. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what I'm saying is, all Cubs fans can go fuck themselves. I hate you. I hate everything about following this team. Just kidding. Every, but, everyone except obstructive view readers. So that, 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 that's, that's more a politi- yeah. political. There world. are seven Cubs fans you are just fine with. <laughs> but, well, like this is the thing. Like At this point, I don't even know that it's fair to call obstructive view readers and uh, contributors fans at this point. It seems like we're all just sort of trolling ourselves. <laughs> yeah. but, so anyway. like three weeks ago, it wasn't even a given that Mike Alt was going to make the team. So I don't really see how his injury could, like, it doesn't really even matter as far as, as Brian coming up. Because if there were definitely scenarios in which Mike Alt started the season in AAA. So just assume he's in AAA for two days and it sorts itself out. Is that, uh, have we run out of steam already on this? Yeah, I think so. Well, we... We can talk about okay, it. We can cool. talk about a season so far. I actually think he looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, he had a long, he had a long first run. game. Yeah, to yesterday's game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, pitches, uh... he doesn't look terrible. Oh, so speaking of third base, sorry, I just checked the lineup and Herrera is playing third today. Oh yeah. I I will say uh, the uh, oh wait sorry that's the 2014 Cubs. Um, yeah, he's been a, he's been replacement level through four games. So, you know, good on you, Michael. What, yeah. are, what are we, the Washington Post here, counting more numbers after four games? You know, hey, if these are counting stats. I'm just counting. Uh, <laughs> Do we lead the league in strikeouts? We have to lead the league in strikeouts so far. Oh, I don't. Right? I don't know. Um, like it doesn't me, matter. It's four games. Uh, no, I know. I'm just I'm I'm curious about it now though. I want to see. I'm looking at stats. Uh, that's on MLB.com, right? They'll have that. Um, teams. Uh, oh no, I don't want players. I want by team. Give me by team. Oh, we're actually nowhere close. We're 19th. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, but that's that's. I mean, we, that's we sort of indicative. The the holy shit, the Pirates have struck out yeah. fifty six times in five games. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And fifty one of those are Pedro Alvarez, probably. <laughs> he the, he well, strikes out twice when he goes up to the plate. He swings at each pitch yeah. twice. Uh, We're fourth like, in that's... strikeout rate this year, but the Pirates are taking it to another well, level. Yeah. Yeah, there is like that's that's kind of insane. And I like you talk about uh wow, look at it. And then uh, sorry, I'm I'm just kind of I'm having my mind blown over and over again. Like uh the you look at what the A's are doing offensively. They have a team 297 358 434 line. Holy shit. I mean, I know it's through that's through I mean, I know it's only through six games, but still, like, way to go, Oakland. That's fun. I was not expecting. Well, I guess it does. It's six games. It doesn't mean anything, but still. Yeah. Um. One one other bit of one other bit of news. When I just checked the lineup, guess who was batting second today? Um. Let's see. Is it? 
Rizzo? You got it. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. That makes you, sense. Or did you just go look it up after I asked? No, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Is that, I mean, like, if you're going to bat the pitcher eighth, you put Rizzo second. Like, I don't know why they weren't doing it before. Yeah. And they moved, uh, they just, looks like they just flipped Rizzo and Soler. Sure. Who, I, you know, Soler kind of looks lost early so far. And I know, again, you know, small sample size caveats totally apply, you know, according, like, with everything we're saying here because it's six games into the season. But, uh, he, I've not been impressed with his at bats so far this year. I've been okay with him at the plate. I thought he's looked really rocky in the field. Like everyone's talking up this, like you know, twenty pounds of muscle and whatever exercise program, whatever. He looks a lot slower in the outfield, a lot more lumbering. Sure. I don't know. Uh, it could just be that he's just got some real awkward balls so far, but he's had some nice throws though. That's true. His arm, his no problem with his arm. Right. He almost, Which is, I mean, he almost nailed LeMahieu late in the game last night. Uh, all the way from right field at third base. Yeah. Hmm. But that's, I mean, that's sort of all I care about out of a right fielder. Like, if you can gun down guys, you know, you know, if you don't get to every ball, that's fine. Like, who, yeah. Like, Just yeah. discourage them from taking third on a single from first. Exactly. You're, you know, you don't. Nobody's expecting you to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my brain's not working. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think a Coglin Fowler Soler outfield is going to chase down all that many flies, especially in Coors Field. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Fowler had two triples in two innings. That, that was incredible. Yeah, that was awesome. I I called the second one for you know with with lack of any evidence whatsoever that uh, you could I could back this up on it, but uh. Yeah. He oh, just the, turned to a complete stranger and was like, yeah, it's, it's going to be a triple here. Yeah, yeah, there's another Cubs fan next to me. And I was like, oh, we're going to get another triple here. And there we go. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get their like, home address and social security number, though, so I can't, uh, I can't verify I don't it. believe you, then. Yeah, I guess uh, in, in the early going, I guess his line looks fine. I just don't, like, he's sitting 286, 313, 429, but I, I don't know. It just... I've not been, and maybe I'm just catching the wrong at bats, but what it does look like he seemed there's something off. I can't put my finger on what, but yeah, it's so early. I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not that worried either. I'm laughing okay. at Rizzo getting hit by a billion pitches. <laughs> yeah. Someone was, someone was complaining about having him on their fantasy team, and he hasn't hit any homers. So I'm like, well, if you've got OBP in your league, then you're in good shape. Yeah, it's like right. he's on pace for 162 hit by pitches. He's, he's got like an OBP mm-hmm. of like 620 or something ridiculous. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, also, so uh, we ready to move on? I feel yeah. like we're losing momentum here. Yep. Yeah, okay. that's so, also, uh, on the subject of players who are uh, struggling in the early going, uh, not necessarily struggling, but who have caught some ire, Starling Castro seems to be uh, really the target for a lot of unhappiness, as he as he is wont to be, but it seems like it's been more intense in the early going because of, you know, the increased microscope at the beginning of the season and uh, some un, un, some poorly timed defensive lapses. Uh, how do we feel about the fact that uh, there there seems to be pitchforks waving for Starling Castro at this point? 
He's been the best position player on the team for four games. So, of course, Jesse Rogers hates him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was ridiculous. Like, how do you... The You know, Jesse Rogers makes me feel better because he makes me feel like I could be a sports writer. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so, of course, the tweet that we're talking about is that he said that Starlin Castro is still O for the season, which he had a hit in the first game. He had a hit, like, as soon as he posted that. And then he tried to back track and say, no, I met with runners in scoring position, but Ha-ha, he had just like kidding, 140 guys. characters to write a tweet. He only used the first 20, so perhaps he just couldn't figure out a way to say that with the rest of the 120 characters, but pretty much he just comes off as an idiot, which, I mean, it's Jesse Rogers. So. Yeah, between him and Gordo has been even worse. But, oh I, mean, it, it, I mean, but especially Gordo has just got, stepped up to a whole new level and just trolling the Cubs, you know, I'm sure a lot of it isn't serious, it's him just joking, but, like, you know, there's... Is there There's joking, and then there's joking. I mean... Is there a Cubs beat writer that likes the Cubs? Bruce Biles. Nick Cafardo. Nick Cafardo, maybe. Nick Cafardo, Cubs beat writer. Nick Cafardo. Uh, like, I don't know, like, I kind of wonder if... Because it seems, it seems like this was not the case it, during the Handry era, and I kind of wonder if Theo hasn't done something to piss off a bunch of people in the market. Oh, it's probably that Nick Cafardo oh, is the I insider think it's source. Access. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, it seemed like Dave Kaplan was was an actual insider to the Jim Handry regime, but I don't think Theo plays that way. So I think everyone's sure. mad at him. Well, I mean, Ka- Kaplan's still got his, his uh, communication lines to the Cubs front office. It's just a Craig Kenny is the problem. Yeah. Like source-wise, that that's kind of been the biggest open secret that he's just Crane's mouthpiece for the past ten years. Yeah, well, it, was, it kind of makes me wonder if Crane hasn't gotten cut out of, uh, which you know, which is a good thing. Yeah, but, I would uh, applaud that. Yeah, I Thank think he's had his hands full with the uh, with the rooftops. Yeah. Sure. Um, but anyway, so, but but, but Starlin Castro. Castro's been good. So, yeah, he had two, I think, probably defensive miscues that I can remember this year. But Mm -hmm. he's also had some good plays, and if you hit 375 with a 938 OPS, you can make a few miscues, and I'm not too worried. I mean, just just last night, it was the quintessential Starlin Castro game. I mean, he hit a long bomb of a home run and had two other hits. But he also had two yeah. kind of borderline plays. I think one of them was called an error, and one of them wasn't. But both of them could have gone either way. And like he overslid a base on a toot bland up like four or five runs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it's it's not like Starlin Castro is, you know, a golden boy or anything. But like he makes mistakes. This is actually, but yeah, you know? I think this is probably the best scenario for 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 Citric here because. Weren't you the one who wants him to move off shortstop when As Russell comes up? Absolutely, yes. Oh, I this try. is the way that this is the way that happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's and and that's the thing. Like, it, I, I think it, it's the rare scenario where you can give in to the meatheads and still, uh, or at least a little bit, and still come up with a, a positive value outcome. Uh, at, yeah. at least I hope the it just it just. It doesn't. It makes no sense not to put 
the defensive lineup of you know whoever you want at third, uh, Russell at short and uh, Castro at second. It makes too much sense not to have that happen. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put Bias probably at third in that scenario. Which yeah, he's got sure. the cannon for it. Yeah. That would that would work. I think that would be a really good and Arizo's a pretty good fielder too. Yeah. I think your infield defense there is stellar. Yeah, absolutely. Um like name a better set of infield defenders at that point. Like the uh, Andleton Simmons and three dudes you pull off the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. He's had he's had some insane plays this year already. I, I think that he could probably have an OPS of like 500 and still be a decent shortstop on his glove alone. Yeah, he'd still be a league average player on more. Yeah, he's just so good. And, and to move that quickly when you're packing that much heat is just really impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if 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 you if you don't know what I mean by that, just Google Andrelton Simmons. Uh, and look for uh, look for him, a picture of him in a, a deep crouch, and you will understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, man's got man's got some firepower. Uh, anyway, I think that wraps up the Starling Castro discussion yeah. nicely. <laughs> Andrelton Simmons' dick talking <laughs> wraps up the Starling Castro decision nicely. Um, next on the agenda, I okay, we wanted to talk about. John Lester throwing to first and ESPN talking about it. I like I barely know what's going on with this. The uh, I, I understand he has not thrown to first uh, in his career. Is that it, or is it has it just no, been a very long time? Going back to 2013. 2013. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't just that. I mean, just in the broadcast, they they made it seem like he not only throwing to first, but throwing to any base. It was like he was Matt Garza if Matt Garza had never pitched with runners on base before. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, John Lester's one of the best pitchers in baseball for years, and he's not someone who can't throw to a base. (laughs) I hope that in his next start, the very first pitch of the game, when there's no one on base, he just throws the first. (laughs) Just to show him. Just just to show him all. But, yeah, I I imagine he'll throw the first a couple times. And pulls that. The first time a batter is on. Pulls out it. Pulls out it. Eat a dick, Kurt Schilling sign from under his jersey. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, at this point, given uh, what we've seen in the booth, I'm not sure uh, Kurt Schilling isn't eating dicks. Doesn't seem like there's much that Kurt Schilling's not eating. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't think that uh, there could be a booth that made me miss uh, John Miller and Joe Morgan. At least John Miller was good. Yeah. Hey, no, I liked I liked the Miller and Morgan team just because it was like a second form of entertainment on top of baseball. Uh, you, that that is a hot take. <laughs> it's like it's like you know your family reunion, but you don't actually you can turn the channel if you want. <laughs> yes, you also like you, I don't know. You you a fan of Judd Surratt screaming it or not? Uh, yeah, it was Judd. It was okay. Yeah, for some, yeah. I, that just clicked with me. Is he related to Bob Surratt? <laughs> Wait, is that a real question? Is that nepotism? Yeah, it totally is. I, I just put that together. <laughs> uh, no. I, I'm an idiot. Uh, anyway. Hey, we all learned something today. 
Right, like seriously, that's but he's been with the team for what? Well, he's not anymore. Now they're on WBBM. He doesn't have those nepotism yeah. uh, ties oh, anymore. Sure. Yeah. But um, for what I for what I hear, he's actually pretty good in the Blackhawks broadcast. It's just that he was awful in baseball. Good, sure. good for him. Well, he can stay there for a good long time. Yeah, he's, there's more. To, to, there's to, more screaming in hockey. That's true. To be to be fair, he's a lot better than he once was. The, the worst part about early Judd Surratt was just how hilariously bad his uh, chemistry with Santa was. You could tell that Rod Santo just wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so John Lester, he can throw a baseball. Yeah, let's 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 fucking let's ease off. There was actually a really good article on Grantland that Ben Lindbergh wrote about if he never threw to first base ever again, what would his ERA look like? And so he used, like, the four projection systems, like baseball mogul and out of the park and stuff. And I think it was probably, like, a half a run if he never, ever threw to first base just ever again in his life. Like, so, for pickoffs or even just, like, balls that he fielded? No, just just for pickoffs. Okay. So, like, they went into, like, the rating systems and made him the absolute worst thrower ever. And then they he also changed the settings so other teams knew that and ran on him all the time. So, like, even in the absolute worst case scenario, it's like a half running ERA. But <laughs> that's not going to happen because John Lester will throw first 14 times in his next start, unless he throws no hitter. It could go either way. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only I, two outcomes. I, I, I can't argue with you today. Uh,. <laughs> The, yeah, I feel like we're—I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just me. I feel like we're not really bringing it with energy today. But so sorry, uh, dear listeners. That's uh, no, fine. <laughs> I, I got three breweries to hit in my way to the park today, so I'm happy if we wrap this up short. I yeah. <laughs> I, I I was up at 9 a.m. this morning, which is uh, about four hours earlier than I'm used to getting up on a Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the last thing on our agenda we were going to talk about, uh, the situation with runners in scoring position that uh, people seem to be making such a big deal out of. So much of this, you know, and a lot of the things we're giving attention to that we probably shouldn't just by virtue of the fact that it's early in the season and people are, you know, looking to make meaning out of uh, a sample size that is not worth making meaning out of. But, you know, yeah. we're bored and we're going to talk, so here's what we're doing. Uh that's I think I think this falls squarely under that. Like, who gives a fuck about runners in scoring position? Honestly, yeah, Gordo. I I, w- I will say it does seem like over the past like three seasons or so, I I do feel like it has been one of the the runners in scoring position thing has been a statistic we've been pretty bad at. But I think that has been more a reflection of an offense that's been pretty bad in general. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I, I even remember yeah. Santo complaining about this at length on broadcast when he was still around. Yep. Absolutely. We were 29th last year in it. We were 26th in 2013. And we were 28th in 2012. So a proud well, tradition even, for the Cubs. Even even going and maybe this is just anecdotal, but I, I do remember even like at the height of two thousand eight, I remember people bitching about like, oh, they should be better with runners in scoring position than they actually are. It's like get like all yeah, right, that's like the greatest down. offensive Cubs team of our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, they're like, not happy unless your on base percentage with runners in scoring position is five hundred. Yeah. I think generally, so and since that's impossible to attain. I mean, people have been bitching about that since the beginning of time. Sure. 
I think, I mean, people just like to bitch is what it comes down to. Stop sure. bitching. Everyone. Sure. Just be happy. This is a good team. Now, maybe not a great team, but it's a good team. It'll be fun to watch. Stop yeah. looking for reasons to be upset. Yeah. Very much agree. So our OPS right now with runners in scoring position is 366, which is 29th in the league. Oh, who's worse? But, uh, Houston. Houston is a 319. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But so I went back for the past couple of years and tried to see if last year's running and scoring position OPS had any correlation with the year before that or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, you guys want to take a guess if there's if there's any? Oh, for, uh, for running no. the scoring position, you mean? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. The year, year to year? I would, I'm, I'm, I would yeah. guess no. I'm going to go on and say no. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely there is zero. The uh, the R for that is point zero one two three. There's no there's no correlation at all. So uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much. There's nothing a team can do, basically. Besides have good hitters. And yeah. so if the Cubs are getting people on base, eventually they're gonna have to get those people on base inside. So they had plenty, I wouldn't worry. They had plenty last night too. It was great seeing them light up Kendrick. Yeah. Well, that's like the the practice mode pitcher. So, hey, he's their opening day starter. He's their ace. So. <laughs> that's true. So, so they, they better they better score like fifteen today. Is it Jordan Lyles today? I think so. Yeah, that's in the area. I think he's in the area five every year. Oh yeah, he was the guy for the Astros, right? He posted three straight. <laughs> Five plus ERAs, yeah. and then he, he had like one. Five thirty six, five oh nine, five fifty nine, and then last year he was the ace worthy for the for the Rockies. It was a four thirty three. Yeah, well, well, that was all from like he he put up like a like ridiculous April, and then was just Jordan Lyles for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it should be. I mean, it should be a pretty good game. Oh. I was hoping it was going to be the Hendricks Kendrick game, but. Oh, I'm sure, Pat, uh, Pat, Pat, yeah, Pat, Pat Hughes alluded to it, yeah. No less than, like, I think three times when I was listening to the game yesterday. Oh, he did during that broadcast, too. I, I know he mentioned it during uh, the, the Cardinals broadcast on uh, Thursday. Yeah, I think he was genuinely sad that that didn't happen. <laughs> I think he was the only one in that press box who was. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's not going to get that many opportunities because I think in a few years, Kyle Kendrick will probably manage a Home Depot somewhere. No, he'll probably be the Phillies ace in a couple of years. They'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll bring That's him back. True. He's got all the history there. The prodigal son returns to... <laughs> uh, here, uh, just just in case, I don't know, I'm, I'm stoking a fire that doesn't need to be stoked, but uh, uh, Chris Bryant's 2015 so far, 12 at-bats, uh, one double, one homer, a line of three thirty three, three fifty seven, six sixty seven. <laughs> well, so how's Addison Russell doing this year? Uh, let me look. Uh, uh, he so far uh, putting up a nice line himself, not no much, not power yet, but uh, 308, 357, 385, 742 OPS. Um, no strikeouts. No strikeouts. That's cool. Wait, uh, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. 
Nothing matters nope. right now. Are, are you secretly the account runner of the uh, Nihilist Arby's account? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> Have you seen this? It's my new favorite Twitter account. It's, it's, it's a... You, know, you look it up. It's like Nihilist Arby's. It's like Arby's ads. Like, go eat an Arby's sandwich. Or don't. We're all going to die. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> On because... their deathbed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, no, because this, this reminds me. I've One of my comic friends has uh i'm gonna look up the kickstarter to show you guys here uh he he's been writing this tumblr blog uh about uh he's a retired uh a retired minneapolis police officer named gary keeler uh reviewing fast food but (laughs) but each each review turns into like some horrifying story from his past about someone getting, you know, murdered or maimed or like, you know, how his daughter died or all of the, like basically how his world is falling apart. Uh, Mm. (laughs) Instant message. Here we go. Oh yeah. Boom. There we go. You you guys should just check that. This is going to be a little bit of dead air, but it's, it's worth reading. Cause it's, uh, Oh, it's a Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Well, because now oh, he did it. Started a Kickstarter because he wants to do. Well, I don't think he actually wants to, but he's seeing yeah, he how much is money so he close. Is. Yeah, his yeah. goal seven thousand dollars. Oh, this this the stretch goals are pretty good too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm reading the stretch goals right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten thousand dollars. If I see you in public with your friends from a distance, I will acknowledge you with a head nod. Giving you the opportunity to either wave me over or ignore me. In either scenario, yeah. <laughs> we'll put you in a position of power <laughs> with whoever you are with. For two thousand dollars, I, I will meet you at a Burger King of yeah. choice. We, we will both order a Whopper and a Coca-Cola product, and you will purchase us a medium fry to share. At no point are you to make conversation or eye contact with me. I, I, I love that that one is limited. He'll only do that once. <laughs> But some of some of the like my favorite the, so, so some of the excerpts from the reviews he's written already. So he reviewed the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Blizzard. When I was fourteen, I had sex with a hole I had torn in a couch with a switchblade. I don't know why I did it or what could possibly led me to believe that it might feel good. But what I do know is that if I hadn't had that Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Blizzard from my neighborhood DQ waiting for me in the freezer, I'd only have some of my penis left instead of most. Yep, got it. So, this this is what we're dealing with. Uh yeah. Oh, he he's a monster of a person, but he's really funny. <laughs> yeah. The latest tweet from Nihilist Arby's is on their deathbed, no one says I wish I had gone to Arby's less. <laughs> so please enjoy Arby's. At that point, you're already shitting your pants. Thirty three thousand followers. Yeah, I'm following. Uh, okay, so now, all right, uh, are we done? I feel like we might be done. I, I feel like we're done. Yeah. All right. Brisk thirty seven uh, minutes on this one. I, I got I got sure. I got beer waiting for me. So. Yeah, nothing, nothing real exciting going on in Cubs World this week. We're 500. Uh, it's it's a decent team to watch. Fucking, let's wait a month to before we start 
making judgments about things. Uh, yep. The exciting thing I, is that there is baseball to watch. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's just try and be happy about it <laughs> for once. <laughs> um, the uh, I, I've made a solemn vow never to learn our actual email address, so I will defer to Miles on this. What is our email in case you want to send us questions? That is ovblogpodcast at gmail.com, or you could tweet us at ovpodcast. So do that. I've again. I've already forgotten all of the that information. So Be is sure everyone. To, uh, send your money to uh, Gary Keeler's Kickstarter, uh, which we will maybe, if I remember, tweet out a link to. Uh, because why not? Send uh, your Ford Focus to the uh, junk heap because that's a piece of shit car, and you're really doing better for yourself, aren't you? You deserve more. Uh, send uh, ravens far away from the Game of Thrones world because they shouldn't be able to talk to each other. It just ends in murder. Uh, oh, and, it's, it's, uh, it's a murder of crows, not a murder of ravens. Yeah. Oh, no, either the people... Never mind. That was a convoluted joke. Uh, send contact lens solution to people that need it. And as always... Send my regards to your mom, who is uh, delightful in bed. Okay. Uh, that is going to be it for... I may not do that bit next time. I feel like it's running out of steam. Uh, the uh, Thank you once again for listening to us jabber on. Uh, we hope you will join us again next week when we will have equally little to talk about because it's still early in the season. Uh, and maybe we'll be talking about uh, the looming call-up of Chris Bryant, hopefully. That would be a fun thing to talk about. Yes. Until sure. then, until then, I am David. Guys, that's where you join in. See you guys. Oh, okay. That's, that was Jeff nope. saying goodbye. Miles, say goodbye to the people. <laughs> that was Miles. That, that, that was me saying goodbye to the people. Oh. You guys, you guys have similar voices sometimes, and it fucks with my head. Okay. Anyway. See you guys. Fuck it. We're done. Kevin Brown is a trash fire. Listen to every word.